You think we should clip it? Is that what you said? I'm down for the clip. That makes me feel... I want to be able to use my hands. I feel like just using my... Talking with your hands yeah. on a podcast that has no video. <laughs> no, That's I... why I hate podcasts with videos, because it's not a podcast anymore. It's a talk show. This is fair and Have you observed the influx of podcasts during the pandemic? Yes, absolutely, because I myself thought of starting one during the pandemic. <laughs> So me too. I, I actually did. filmed my first episode with my dad. No way. And then I realized I'm not doing anything with this. I even had like a sampler with like sound clips of stuff. Oh, that is dedication. Yeah. Yeah. What was it about? The podcast? I was asking him funny questions. Just like, like my dad has never really cleaned the house we live in, and I was asking him if he can name ten cleaning products. Oh, okay. And he was able to name three of them, I think. What so, were they? Broom, pan, and no. then mop. Dust no pan. way. Yeah. I, I love him to think... bits, but he doesn't contribute to house cleaning. Yeah, no, I know. Because everybody gives and takes, you know. Right, 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 right. What were your favorite chores growing up? What were my favorite chores? Zero. I don't like chores. However, I think um, I if I princess. had to pick... I am a princess. This is true. But I actually had a sign over my bed growing up that said the princess sleeps here. Um, for context. But... I think I liked laundry because folding made me feel mature. And I liked cooking. Is that a chore? Do you know why I hated laundry? Because of the socks? No, it doesn't have anything to do with laundry itself, but I have like a traumatic story about it anyway. Oh, okay, let's hear it. The laundry room is right next to the boiler room in my house, and the boiler rooms freaked me out to death when I was a kid. Like, mm -hmm. I could barely find myself in there. Just because it made me super afraid. And since the laundry room was right next to it, being sent downstairs into like the basement to handle laundry just felt like the biggest nightmare for the longest time. So do you think if your laundry's like in a different setting, you'd be okay with it? I mean, not even our freaking laundry room. Oh, is our laundry room is mortifying. It is. Every time I go, I think I'm going to die. Have you noticed that when you turn the dryer on, the whole room buzzes a bit oh, and the light flickers? Absolutely. It's, it's actually like the scary. start of a horror movie, honestly. Also, how the door has a little cutout. I know. And from you need it. to reach in. Yeah, and you need to I reach feel like through. someone's hand's gonna come and open the door from the outside by putting their hand through that little hole. If they grab you though as you reach in. That would be pretty funny. I can't die in a laundry room. That's embarrassing. I, I should probably do that to somebody. Please don't. Oh my god, please don't. Every time I go do laundry, I have to be on the phone with someone when I go at night. I'm actually always That's on why the I do it super early in the morning because it's sunny outside and then you turn the light on as well. And yeah, I mean, probably less likely to die when the sun's out. I also hate dishes. I don't do the dishes. I mean, now I have to, but. <laughs> you <laughs> said it with so much regret. Now I have to, but like, if I was given the choice not to do my dishes. Yeah. No, at home it was like, I'll do anything, but not the dishes. Okay. Do you like the dishes? It relaxes me, honestly. The ability to like create cleanliness is really nice sometimes. Do you have a do you have a, a routine when you clean your apartment? Like do you play music? Yes. Yes. What sort of music do you play when you clean the apartment? Good question. I play lots of what would this genre be considered? It's like fifties, sixties funk. Good. Slash 50s, 60s jazz. Good. Slash 50s, 60s um, hip hop. 
well, not hip hop because that comes like what in the eighties, nineties, but like the precursor, the precursor to that to that all hip hop took samples from. The yeah. Hop, yeah. Um, or like I'm listening to Arabic music. Good. It makes me feel like I'm in Egypt cleaning my home by mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. Um, for those of you listener, do you call people that watch podcasts listeners? Listeners, listeners, correct. To all you listeners who've made it thus far in yeah. our segment, bullshit. <laughs> our next segment today is weather from a city around the world. Do you uh-huh. remember we said we we're going to do yes, that segment? Yes, I, I remember. We need like a random way to pick a random city. Random city. Do you city. think there's a random city generator we can look for? I'm going to look it up. Random city generator. Um, as global warming keeps taking over the daily discussion, us at I Hate My Neighbor are really concerned with this. So we'll be offering you daily, uh, not daily, like podcasty weather information from around them, city around the world. And it looks like today's city will be. I, I don't know what I downloaded. It's like, it you looks like a virus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I found a city. Alicante, Spain. Spain. Perfect. <clears throat> Did I say that right? Do you know of that city? Alicante. Okay, so I said embarrassingly yeah. white. Let's see how Alicante is doing. I also realized her name is not Barbara. In reference to who? The lady, sorry. E- okay, the lady no who idea. speaks at the beginning of these. You'll remember okay. her. Oh my, it's raining all week. No way, is it? Yeah. What? What's the temperature? Currently, it's 66 degrees. And for our listeners who do Celsius? That was Fahrenheit. How would I know Celsius? You're not pressing Celsius? Um, you don't care you about do. Celsius? I absolutely don't. I'm an oh, American no. through oh, and no. through. How do I change it? In any case, do the math to 66. find the Celsius. It's probably like... It's like probably what we have in Berkeley right now. And um, it's normally super warm over there, like incredibly warm. Oh, not right now. Like upper 80s in like April. It's very gloomy and it's rainy. I know. So it's a bad day to be in Alicante. That's global warming for you, I guess. Yeah. Um, some type of effects for sure. So what it- for our listeners in Alicante, that was your representation. Mm. I, yes, I, representation matters, I feel. And yeah. I think that we should definitely get more <laughs> listeners in Alicante somehow. So far, people from a lot of countries have listened to our podcast. Countries? Yeah. Wait, I get tell a report. I get a report. The people from Peru, Romania, Great Britain, France, and the United States. There's no way. Yeah. yeah. This is brilliant information. Yeah, I know. I don't know if she, you're being sarcastic. Or no, I'm being, <laughs> I'm floored. Absolutely not. It's a good day to hate my neighbor. Mm-hmm. This is really wonderful. I really, I really hate my neighbor sometimes. Mm-hmm. Honestly, a few days ago, I thought there's somebody broke into your apartment because somebody was talking very loudly and it wasn't you. And it wasn't me? No. Was it the voice of a woman or a man? A woman, I think. But she was talking and like I could hear nothing and she was talking super loud, louder than you talk normally. And I was like, who is this person that's just talking? Wait, I have to think who my wait, how many days ago? My sister was was visiting for a bit. It was probably her. She does have a rather projecting voice. Would you say that as a compliment? A projecting voice? 
of course. You could do so much with a projecting voice. I know. Those I wish I could sing with a projective voice. Sing? Mm -hmm. Didn't your mother tell you to stop singing? <laughs> she did. <laughs> but that was a long time ago, so... I think it's And since so the relevant. job search isn't going too well, I might just reconsider singing okay. again. Okay, okay. It's a good backup, 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 backup yeah. plan. If you could play as a backup vocalist for anybody, who would you play for? A backup vocalist yeah. for anyone? Dead or alive? Whoever. Billie Holiday. Because she has a very raspy voice, so I feel like I could get away with sounding awful. Mm -hmm. No one would know. It's just part of the vibes. And no one could tell me I have a bad voice. What what years was she active in? Really? Like the 50s and 60s, okay. I believe. So I f we by now know you have a favorite decade, and it's the 50s. I think you've said yes. 50s, 60s like a few times tonight. Yes, um, for our listeners, take a shot every time I say 50s <laughs> and 60s. <laughs> Um, we should honestly the next one we make should be like a drinking game yeah we'll we just say set the rules at the beginning take a shot every time okay one of us does one of our let's courts. do it for putin tonight every time somebody says putin they need oh, to take you have a, a shot lot to say on putin huh? today. sorry for politics yeah. oh wait what? this is political mm. i'm actually apolitical it's ideological i feel more so than political okay this is fair right right but before we announced the uh, the the drinking game everybody so whether it's coffee and you're listening to us in the morning or <laughs> somebody something more alcoholic every time we say Putin you take a, a shot tonight okay yes good before we dive deep into that though what were you saying before I interrupt people way too much I'm sorry I don't really know <laughs> what I was saying well for a moment I was gonna make a comment on your socks what am I looking They're at? They're thrown on. Don't what judge. What are they? Cows? I think it's the, the bald eagle. Or a horses? bald eagle. Printed it, on Oh, it's bears. Socks. It's bears. Bears. Brilliant sock. Thank Is you. Is the other one the same? I think so. I had another pair, though, that had the bald eagle on it. Okay. And another one with fish on it. Fish. I like the bear of the three. Me too. Does so, it have anything to do with the fact that we're from the University yeah, of California? Bears. The bears. This is bear territory, right. so... It only makes sense. Whenever I hear somebody say this is bear territory or like they make a chant for like the football team, I like uh -huh. immediately disconsider them. You disconsider them? Yes. <laughs> That's a funny <laughs> Overall. Yeah. No, their entirety. Their entirety. Right, 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 right. I just can't trust people who would say that. Who would say this is bear territory? Yeah. yeah. I think that's fair. 100% that's fair. I feel that way about people with like big Berkeley flags in their apartment. <laughs> Or people that wear... Mm, I'm actually about to sound really judgmental. Can I say it? Permission to be judgmental on this podcast. Please go ahead. <laughs> people that wear those blue and yellow striped overalls to all our games. Have you seen those? I went to Michigan and we have the exact same colors. And mm. they're, they, I know exactly what you're talking about because people there weren't the people here were Criminal. Them. It's like, why would you? I was the, the the only piece of apparel I was debating getting for like pre-games was that. I never ended up getting them. But now that you're pissing on those people, I'm glad I didn't. Yeah, no, for sure. Not pissing, disconsider. Sorry, we're disconsidering. I'm disconsidering individuals that have done that. But mostly I see girls do it. Yeah, I've seen some dudes do it too. 
I don't know. I don't know that I could um, love my school that much to have such a spirit for it. I really hate my neighbor. Do you see she's working over there? You really hate your neighbor? Was that in reference to me? Or the one over there? If anybody feels like they're the neighbor I'm hating right now... Okay. Yeah. It's probably me. <laughs> <laughs> right. They have a balcony. Hmm? They have a balcony. I like their chairs as well. Yeah, it's kind of nice. Would you be surprised if I told you I tried to get onto that roof over there as well? No, you did not. I did. Wait, how are they? Hear me out. They what? use the exact same. They use the exact same passcode on their door and our front door. No. So way. I could get into how the building. You know? I tried it. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What occurred to you to do that? I was debating whether or not it's possible to jump between the two roofs. I, I wouldn't do it. I would never do it. But no. I just wanted, out of curiosity, to see how how it looks from the other side. You definitely could jump on that. I I would never do it though. Are you debating doing it? Like <laughs> it looks there. intrigued. It, yeah, I from from intrigued. there. Yeah, the other way it looks like you could, but interesting. But then at the top they don't have like a little tumbler dial like we do. They have a key one. A key one? And I, I don't know how to pick those ah, I see. yet, I see. but yeah. Is the inside of their building nicer than ours? It feels more like the Tipton Hotel, if you know what I'm talking the about. The Tipton? Like from Sir Cody? Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful description. Yeah. Thank you. Precisely <laughs> why I hate my neighbor. They also have a Esteban Enrico de la Rosa Ramirez. Oh, wow. You can do it. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Esteban Montoya de la Rosa. Ram that's all. I mean, I don't know anything. You look like you know it. You don't? Well, I know. That episode, we learned all of that in the episode where they go to the haunted room. And there's the picture frame lady. And she comes to life out of the picture frame. Esteban's possessed. Obviously, we remember very different parts, parts of the exactly show. Yes. The yeah. Uh, do you remember when they did that crossover episode with Hannah Montana? Oh, of course. Did they stream that in America as well? Okay. Yeah, of course. And in that same episode, there was um, a, a third one, but I forget one. which Who one was, was the third it? one. Maybe it was That's So Raven. No. Did you watch That's So Raven as a kid? I don't think that was it. Jonas Brothers? There was a Jonas Brothers and Hannah Montana crossover, but I don't think it was with Zach and Cody. Did you prefer Hannah Montana or... I loved Hannah Montana. I did not. You did not? I did not. Well, I don't know why my parents had this rule for a long time that I could watch other Disney shows, but not Hannah Montana. I don't know what it was. Parents love making those sorts of rules that make no sense at all. I didn't understand I know. it for a yeah. moment. But like I, I watched lots of Wizards of Waverly Place. Yeah. Classic. I loved Hannah Montana though. It felt like a sitcom to me, the entire thing. It is a sitcom of sorts. For kids, I feel. Yeah. Yes. Do you think that have you rewatched Disney movies recently? Yes. What was the most recent thing I've seen? Well, I saw Lion King recently, and every time <gasps> I watch it, I cry. Really? I can't with Lion okay. King. Okay. Also, Kung Fu Panda 2. 
cried in that. I feel you might not be happy to hear the theory I just heard about them, though. Please share. Apparently, they're, they, they're made to engage parents with them as well. And if you rewatch them when you're older, apparently they're filled with sexual references. That is extremely disturbing. I have no idea if it's true because I haven't had a chance to really probe that theory. Uh-huh. But next time I watch a Disney movie, I will definitely be thinking about it way too much. Okay, well, I would imagine that anytime, uh, anytime something is said, you could probably extract the sexual innuendo right, right, from it. Right, right. I do feel that Lion King, though, would ruin Lion King, though. Like, if that was true for Lion King, it would definitely ruin it. Yeah. For me, at least. Did you have a Disney film that you watched very frequently over and over as a child? Yes. What? The uh, the Jungle Book. Mine was the Jungle Book. Yeah. That's and so I used to odd, have the game. Because I had the CD. <laughs> the DVD? The DVD, The DVD, yes. okay, yeah. I Very had the DVD and I had one of those portable players oh my that you could take with you in the car. And I remember oh riding God. towards the mountains and watching the Jungle Book on oh, my little DVD beautiful. player. Yeah. And really? I also had the, the, the game on the Game Boy. Do you know how the Game Boy there is? Was, yeah, but there was a Jungle Book game game like, yeah what was it it was the old ones the old game boys like the first one the first gen the first gen the square ones they weren't the flippy ones did you have a game boy yes a square one no and flipped open I, I didn't trust people with the flippy ones either you had to have like the one that had like switches on the side and it I was had that bigger one later on it was like really? a rectangle and then the corners of it are like it was like an octagon Hexa yes exactly octagon. yeah yes. but it, and a very where the two parallel sides, the long ones that are was that the later one? Yes, I've... that comes after the flip one. Okay. The flip one is really the old. OG, really. Yes. I wish I had a Game Boy, honestly. Yeah. Well, I like that you could just pull it out of your pocket for amusement. Mm -hmm. um, Even a few days ago, I was debating getting a flippy phone. Really? Yes. I heard many people are getting burner phones now. Why is that? Because we live in Berkeley, probably. For what, though? Like, for nights out? To brag? For bragging purposes? To brag For the same reason phone? I want a flipper phone as well. <laughs> Wait, you have an ego about it? You just feel better than everybody else when you don't have a smartphone? Not generally. Mostly only towards people that say we're in bare territory. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> Full circle. Yeah, right, Full right, right, circle. right, right. This right, is right. fair. They would never buy a burner phone. <laughs> uh -huh. So, I, I guess my first question about Putin okay. for you is... Well, you were going to talk sorry. about the masks, right? The Are we going to get back to that? Do the mask? The, the mask? The mask mandate? Yes. I feel it's just weird from a human perspective. The fact that you can choose for yourself and for the people around you legally not to wear a mask is weird for me walking into a building after like two years of the pandemic. Wait, you feel that it's odd that they said we don't have to wear it? Yeah, and the fact that you can legally choose not to wear it, like, like you're allowed not to wear it. Whereas so far, it's only been mask mandates the entire time. So for the first time, when you see people in a building not wearing them, it doesn't make them bullies or baddies anymore. You can like legally choose for yourself and for the people around not to wear them. Interesting. Are any of your classes still like low-key requiring you to wear it? <laughs> no, but I've heard those classes exist. Like, I have a class where my teacher, my professor... Was passive-aggressive about it? Yeah, my professor basically said, like, some students indicated that they will not come to class if people aren't wearing masks. 
So to keep a full class so we don't have to go online for this course, it'd be very thoughtful if we kept it on. But like, also my GSI said the same thing in our section. And she's grading my work, like, I'm not trying to get on her bad side. But, but. you would have, if the, she wasn't Absolutely. grading your work. Because also, like... It's a neglected democracy, I feel. No, for sure. It's like, there really is no choice when you, like, completely incline me one way mm -hmm. or the other. Mm -hmm. Also, I find very, very frequently that I'm the only... Like, I walk in and I'm the only one not wearing a mask. And then people will take it off. Because they are no longer the only person not wearing a mask. I've observed that a lot of. What does that say about it? I'm very swayable myself, really? honestly. Very about swayable. To take it off when someone comes in without it. It really depends who I hang out with. When I see my friends not wear it and I'm wearing it, I like take it off slightly first, just over the mouth, and then take it off gradually. Okay. I. I wish I was stronger in my beliefs, but uh -huh. sometimes, especially when like the power of a group is involved, it's very easy to like sway with what the crowd is doing. Yes. Well, I feel like people don't truly understand why they're still wearing them or like mm -hmm. over time how vital it is anyways. Like, yeah. I don't think people understand how much the consequences have evolved over time. So, like, that's why it's so easy to change what you're doing when someone around you changes it. It's a bit concerning to me. Because if you really wanted to wear your mask and, like, believe that you should be wearing it, you'd just wear it. It wouldn't be so easy for you to be swayed to take it off. But by the same token, like... I feel it was a great week for Berkeley liberals in general. With oh, the mask yes. mandate, I love the text you sent me about the poster I put on. Oh, yes. I thought that was hilarious. There was a poster that said, what did it say? So, oh, telegraph get for, rid of cars yeah, on telegraph. telegraph. Yes. Protest today happening. We're meeting at this place. And I litigated it because I love the graphic. But at the same time, it made me so uncomfortable with like what's going on. Yeah. Like, what it's did a street. I say when I, I said I love Berkeley liberals? I think the, you said the Berkeley liberals are going too far or something in those lines. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think I said the Berkeley Liberals have done it again. Yeah. And I, w I actually was in the bell tower and I saw a crowd of people walking through campus and it was probably the protest. And there were quite a few people. I mean, it's like, it's bizarre to me what people were protesting. You know, they protest the mask mandate as well. They did? Yeah, That's there was... were two protests. That's why it was delayed the first time. Which direction were the protests swayed? Against ending the mandate. They wanted to keep masks. I mean, honestly, if Berkeley was a cool place, now there'd be a protest for keeping, for dismissing the dismissal, you know? Because yeah. I think we should really hear both voices speak, both the people that hate mask mandates in general and the people who think we're idiots for taking them away. I don't know that that's a, that's a Berkeley tenant, hearing both it's sides. Not. <laughs> it's not quite in our soul, is it? That's actually a very scary perspective. And now that you say it, I realize that a lot of what we see in terms of protests are very progressive. Mm -hmm. Where, would you not agree with that? Like that the per perspective... Per the perspective, everything that they argue for yeah. are, is very progressive. I don't know that it's even progressive. It's very neoliberal at times. Okay. Like... I feel over time, the more courses I take, especially in my field of like political science and human rights, 
we are completely taught one perspective of the mm. professor as it's the material. But it's not even necessarily the most progressive. Do you think it's the perspe- the professor's perspective, or like as well? But the professor is like designing the course, telling us which readers to consult and stuff. My dad asked me that at some point too, like if I feel that the professors are swaying courses one way or another, and I told him that I they designed the course, but other than that, no, like immediately. Yeah. And I always feel like sometimes that's like the beauty of college like the people given the responsibility of teaching you especially tenured professors they have a personality and a niche in an area of specialization so it's not necessarily that the objective is to learn from an unbiased person Mm -hmm. it could be that but from an expert i feel or somebody who's owned up to their yes Mm -hmm. that is the point for sure somebody specialized yeah I was at a friend's place the other day and we were on his YouTube TV scrolling and Ben Shapiro video suggestions just keep coming up. And he's like, oh, I love Ben Shapiro. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, but at like, I'm happy. diversifying his perspective. And I know, I know two people. No, they're both highly, highly uh, conservative and they've admittedly voted for Donald Trump many times. Oh, uh, okay. Both times. Beautiful. <laughs> right. But at the same time, I'm happy that they're diversifying the perspective. With Ben Shapiro. It is not really a resource. The reason I don't like Ben Shapiro is that he usually comes back to what he says when he, there's like, he's about to get canceled over something. And he's like, oh, that's not really what I fully meant to say. Actually, I lean more so towards the left than I've just said I do. But the fact that he doesn't stand up to what he says till the end really puts me off about him. Mm. Something about Ben Shapiro, I think he just is a very emotionally intelligent so he knows what he needs to tell people and the words to him and jordan peterson are very yes emotionally intelligent he just knows how to word things to make you feel intellectually inferior so immediately or or he's very good at picking random facts that you're like oh i never knew that let me just question everything now so he'll start with something super random and so your entire time listening to him, you're operating on a premise that you already fundamentally don't know something no. that he knows. I know the type of personality you're talking about. There's this British radio host that I listen to sometimes. His name is James O'Brien. Okay. And he takes on very conservative callers on the show. And the minute like people come on, the attitude you get from him is that he's superior to you the entire time. Yeah, and it's a shame because it's funny, but at the same time, it's like it's it doesn't feel like an equal conversation. Yeah, I don't think it's meant to be. It's like an ego kick. But also, the colors he gets are sometimes like far off. Really? For example, we all know what Brexit is. He'd get on people who are happy that Brexit happened, and he'd ask them, "Name me one law that you're happy Britain doesn't have to abide by anymore." And they all fail to name a single law. Yeah. So at the same time, like they're stupid, but he's also highly egotistical. Yeah. Which we are as well, I feel. Do you think that people, when they they watch our podcast, they'll feel like we're superior to them? That we think we're superior? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I mean, our first episode was called (laughs) Sarah and Rodney's Hubris. (laughs) Right, 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 right. I don't think we seem like we believe we're superior. I think we simply are. And there's a difference. 
I was gonna say we have a lot of complex, not complexes. We're com complex with ourselves. Complexities. Complexity, yes. Okay. Our inferior complexities, though I mean. So For we're sure. uh, re we're relevant, but we also have complexes. struggles. Yes, thank you. Yes, 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 yes. Right. So we've roasted the liberals tonight. Uh -huh. People from Alicante. <laughs> yeah. Um. The Lion King. The Lion King. As well, there was something else I feel. Game boys, and then people wearing dungarees that show school spirit. Yes. And then people that say this Did is. Did you say dungarees? Yes. Do you mean to say overalls? overalls? Yes. Okay, what a interesting. I don't know what region of the world dungarees comes from, but I've definitely heard it before. Dungarees sounds like a food to me. Um, like a what? A food. Like a cheeky little dessert. Dungar dessert. No, dungarees. it sounds like a little sounds dungarees. like a popsicle. Dungarees, or like you know what churros are? Yes, I'm. It's, I'm aware. Yeah, it would sound like some sort of churros, some dungarees. Listeners, let us know what food <laughs> Dun you think dungarees right. would be if that was a food. And if you remember, we've introduced a drinking game earlier in the evening. Yeah, now would be. It's a about good to start. Point. It's about to pour a, a full glass of whatever it is exactly. that you're having. Mm -hmm. Uh, I guess my first question for my co-host tonight is to what extent do you think that Mr. Putin's regime is about ideology and to what extent do you think it's about a form of governance? Interesting. I think those are connected. You think so? Yeah, I mean an ideology would influence, would influence uh, a form of governance. Okay. I'm reading a lot of political theorists arguing that there's a Soviet revival. <laughs> Would you consider, or, or the essence of a Soviet revival, it, it is to say like Putin's regime slowly but surely collecting territories, um, Slavic territory. The reason I don't think it's a, a, a revival is because the only ones who are actually rebelieving, bringing more faith towards the ideology. Because everywhere else you look, Cuba, for example, even China to some extent, the Eastern European states, none of them are really coming back to believe in communism. I really think that they're the only people who are... The, not the people, because I don't think Russians are either. I think Putin's regime is... But you're saying the Soviet revival would be exclusive to Russia? Yes. Yeah, no, I would agree. I'm okay. saying, like, okay, okay, okay. Soviet and... So not around the world, you mean? No, no, no. I mean, Soviet as in the USSR. Any, this was just a perspective I read that I found interesting. Even if it's not on the same economic grounds, the idea of nationalism being very central to totalitarianism um, is what allows for the annexation of mm. Ukraine, for example. That's what the premise is. But Wait, do you think there's a premise to it? or His premise. I mean, okay. he, he, he started by saying there's okay. a genocide in eastern Ukraine against uh, a Russian minority, right? But, like, there is no genocide. Do you think he carries on with his argument throughout, or do you think he's just so delusional that he's changing the argument as he's going? Well, I, I'm sure it's going to change over time, because the first thing Ukraine did was, I think they filed an international legal suit saying, like, you did not consult any international avenues of reporting mm -hmm. this genocide. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. under international criminal law, 
there's premises of a genocide, and then you have to file a case, and then that's investigated, and then you can prosecute leaders in Ukraine mm-hmm. for a genocide, right? But he did not go through the process. He went straight to military force, and that's how you know that there's no... I heard this thing today. Wait, do you think we should try to identify Vladimir Putin's uh, Myers-Briggs personality? This is a brilliant idea. It, this is also a very politically incorrect idea, but I'm down Of course, it. yes. Okay, no. All, it's on a human better. level now. We've analyzed the political mastermind, uh-huh. if we can call him that. I believe once I read that Stalin was INFJ, and that deeply hurt me. Fact checker, you might want to see... No, it was Hitler. Wake him up. Hitler is an no. INFJ. I, I, I do firmly believe that dictators are all dictators are introverted. I firmly believe that. Yes, I, I do believe that. Was Hitler an INFJ? Hey, Google. Yes, Hitler was an INFJ. Wonderful. So, you were saying? So, we might have enjoyed hanging out with him, honestly, <laughs> in his early is, years. Yeah, when he was still a painter. We may have. Is that what he did? He was a painter, and then he failed at painting, and then he went into politics. When you say painter, do you mean artistic painting, or he'd paint your house? No, like an artistic painter, oh. but he didn't sell any paintings. Wait, are his paintings still out there? Mm-hmm. Do you want to see what his paintings I'd love to see one of his paintings. I'll show you. Hitler painting. Is it a surprise or is it what They're you They're sold. They're sold now. Like, people buy them all the time. Here, you can look through these. You don't have to feel guilty if you want to say they're beautiful. <laughs> Artistically speaking, they are, but I can also see a lot of communism in them, I feel. Really? Like, they're so utopic to some extent. Really? They are, yeah. I don't know. I feel them but, awfully But, oh my god, they're beautiful. I apologize. Again, for our listeners, we are quite literally separating the art from the artist. <laughs> we do not endorse Hitler by any means. This, However, this we Guardian, know good paintings when we see them. I'm about to quote The Guardian, so okay. you better listen because it's, it's good news. For sure. I apologize. But paintings by Hitler oh, in quotes. sell for $118,000. But why is it by Hitler in quotes? I don't do know. Do they not trust that? He was a painter? Despite fakery claims. Ah, I see. Very interesting. Well, I would um, be curious to know... So he's introverted for sure. Yes. What would you say the second letter is? So it's intuitive or sensing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, intuitive. Because you have to... Okay, so I think he has an element of recklessness. Mm-hmm. Would this... Mm, I so agree. So that would be intuitive, right? Right, because you let go. Act. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Feeling or thinking? I uh, think Wait, wait, thinking. wait, wait, wait. Oh, did I, I was going to say we should both like, think. Yeah. You say think. I highly doubt it. I think that he, he can't let go of his feelings. I feel that he's often led by how he feels and what he does and says. I don't know. I think he's... I don't think he's that well planned as people think he is. Putin. Putin. Yeah. I said Putin twice there, by the way. We're counting that for two for those of you It's about to speed up the game now, yeah. drinking game. 
Um, I don't know. I feel like he would be. I believe he has a, a a much larger plan. He has to be a thinker to have manipulated Russian democracy so often right. to remain in power. It can't be a feeling thing because he would have. See, something about feeling gives me that you aren't smart with your language. Like Trump, mm-hmm. for example, is a feeler. <laughs> he is not a thinker, and because of that, he can very easily turn people off by him. However, like I took lots of Russian courses for l- Russian literature. You're, and, you're doing Russian literature. It's a minor, yeah, and it, it's very talked about that a notable portion of the masses in Russia approve of Putin. So in order for people to approve I mean, of him, they approve of him. But like, is this like Russian? What the Russians report, or is this really no, like this accurate like, yeah, description no. of the public? The the Russian collective doesn't statistically hate Putin as much as people from other states would hate a dictator. Really? Like in the Middle East, for example, it's like it's just a norm. Like we all hate our dictator. No one loves our dictator. I would argue most of the time, at least. You might pretend like you like them for sanctuary, but like no one truly approves. They just accept. Whereas a lot of people do align with Putin's nationalism. Or same with Modi in India, for example. I don't know anything about Modi in India, but my impression of Russia is that people got so sick of leaving of leaving unhappy lives that are poor and look at the West and see how well the West is doing without actually revolting against them within their souls. Mm-hmm. So I doubt that many people actually support him. I think that like polls are obviously skewed the same way elections I think are rigged. Yeah. But I do think I also want to talk about Zelensky because I think that he's the yeah, we, he's the good guy, you know. An interesting. I don't know if you hang this. out on LinkedIn, but like LinkedIn has been. In, you hang out on LinkedIn. I do. Okay, very interesting. Yeah. Would you not have expected that? No, I completely expect <laughs> that of your caliber. Yes. Right. No, I'm not happy about me hanging out on LinkedIn, but I like specifically the phrasing "hanging out." I spend way too much time on LinkedIn. Yes, it's yeah. almost my Instagram right now. Like, okay, so I want to <laughs> pretend like I'm like judging you, but when I deleted all of my social media, all I looked at was LinkedIn and Venmo. Venmo is very oh. interesting. I've the done that myself. I've I've done it done myself so many it's times. It's brilliant. It's like someone will send an encrypted message of six emojis, and it's like. The level of what intimacy, yes. You the level I mean? of intimacy you are exposed to by being able to see people's transactions Absolutely, is amazing. It's beautiful, and I think we sleep on it for sure. Right. Like right. If you're trying to find more information about someone, <laughs> Venmo, bro. Trust you me. can also do. I hope you know you can do private um, oh, payments yes, as well. Okay. Okay. Mine is private. For sure. Okay. So, LinkedIn has been invaded in the past few weeks about how leadership and Zelensky are the same word pretty much these past few days. Mm. It's all about how he's the last leader we have on earth, the true potential of such leadership, which I agree with. I think he's doing fantastic. It's, but it's so like the need of an idol. Of course, of course, of course. It's the need of a good guy and a bad guy. Right, it's like Obama almost. It's very much so like Obama. <laughs> Is Zelensky the new Obama, by Dude, the way? that's what this episode's gonna be called. <laughs> Please. Is Zelensky the new Obama? Right, I think right. one of our first talks on the roof was about Obama. 
Right, right. I I lost my Obama T-shirt, the one where um, he's wearing a U of M yes, jersey. Yes, yes. But I there was a time when I was idealizing Obama. Yeah, we all went through that phase. Ugh. And then he decided to be a war criminal. So <laughs> we can only idealize. Did you realize that as it was unfolding, or did you learn about it looking back? Brilliant question. I truly. Well, I remember my parents would talk to me about it while it was happening, but on an extremely surface level. But I would only be mindful of the politics when an election was coming. So I just knew mm. we needed him to win. But I think directly following him leaving and directly following the, tr- the start of the Trump administration is when I became interested in politics, like mm-hmm. upon Trump running. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And from there, I understood the true foundation of the Democratic Party. Do you have very vivid memories from elections when you were growing up? Yes. Yes. Me too. This is very funny. You know, one time I saw John McCain crying at Obama's inauguration. Oh, John McCain? made me cry. Have you watched his video where he gets booed by his supporters when he talks about Obama after he's won the yes. presidency. Yes. I was so impressed by that. Yes. He was such a leader. I really liked John McCain's speech that day. Yes, I, re- I do recall. I do recall that. I mean, they're all friends. They all benefit from the same He thing. died. He recently, I learned that he died recently and yes. I was rather sad when I learned that. Yeah, he was, I'm pretty sure he was tortured in Iraq. Really? Yes. I know that his arm sockets his arm falls in and out of his arm socket. Something like that. How do you Fact know checker, that? Please look that up. Basically, I just remember reading one of the ways he was tortured was his arms were... Ugh. He was carried, He was held by his arm and tortured for intel. But he never gave intel. And so he was in Iraq. Because of that, his arms are permanently damaged. Were. Wow. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, he served in the military. Who was he the first one to run against Obama or the second one to run against Obama? The first. The second was um, that one dude with suave hair. What's his name? Um, Ted Cruz? No, he's Mitt Romney. I do not know who that is. Mitt Romney's considered a more center right than a right. Mm -hmm. Like Mitt Romney's... Mitt Romney led a coalition against Trump, for example. Okay. One of the few Republicans that are less Republican. Okay. Thank you, Mitt Romney, barely, but thank you. Hmm. Do you know Marie Le Pen? Who is that? The super far-right French lady who's, like... Uh, recently. Okay. Okay. Right. I was talking to my two friends who love Trump here, and I was explaining to them the risk of her actually winning the election in France. And they're like, what is bad about this? Like, this sounds like a good time to me. And it was surprising to me how quickly they jumped to the conclusion that a leader who they've never heard of before, but the fact that she's far right, she's definitely the way to go. This is precisely why many Trump supporters in the U.S. Endorse Bolsonaro in Brazil. Like I do not know who Bolsonaro is. Bolsonaro. I need to read up on my India and Brazil. I feel after today. <laughs> yeah, after this, just do a little crash. <laughs> right, course. right, right, right. But um, yeah, Bolsonaro is 
an ultra right leader and not even like right in the way we're right like he he said something along the lines. Did you of say like, we are right? Like, like who's I mean, we? The US. Oh, okay, not okay. Like, I thought us too. Not like, <laughs> not like Sarah. Us. <laughs> we are not right. Bunk it yourself. <laughs> I don't get a job in the future because I just said I'm right on this podcast. <laughs> um, I mean, like here, I feel like we're economically right mostly, okay. and then like conservative religiously because we're so influenced by Christianity mm-hmm. or like values like that. But like his. His was a very vocal conservatism. Like, he said that he would... I think he said something like he would kill his son if he was gay. Oh, wow. Something along those lines. Fact checker. Something extremely vile and um, homophobic. We should get a sponsorship from a fact checker, honestly. That would be very funny. Um, I do sometimes say things out of my poor memory. So, fact checker would be helpful. Uh I was going to name this episode Hubi Putin and Hubi Zelensky, but I think that Hubi is Hubi Putin and Hubi Zelensky. Oh, Hubi. Yeah. Oh, yes. But I think that is Zelensky, the new Obama, is a better name. Yeah. No, for sure. Mainly because I came up with it and not you. <clears throat> right. Yeah, I hate my neighbor. That too. That too. I talked to my therapist, to, not today, on Friday about the, the were. And I, the, I asked her something in the lines of, we're all thinking what exactly is in Putin's mind right now, like hoping that she'd come up with something to say about that. And she was like, mm, this is a wrong frame to think about this, <laughs> about this whole thing. You should consider history, politics, but not necessarily like human psychology, just because. Interesting. Why? Yes. Just because his. It's hard to ever get like to the truth of human psychology. It's just very, there's science behind it as well, but like you, it's, we can presume something has happened, but we'll never know really if that has happened when you're talking about a third party, that is. Mm-hmm. So she was suggesting thinking about, um, the pain that's going on right now in the Ukraine, in Russia, in Georgia. From like a human perspective to sort of think about what's going on, which I found very interesting. Because there is, even in Russia, a lot of pain right now. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I learned this thing the other day and I found it not surprising, but desperately sad. Apparently, if you call in, if you, if in the Russian press, you call this something else other than a military intervention and you get like jailed if you call it a war you get jailed wow well if it becomes a war it has all of these other laws it becomes subjected to you think so yeah i mean certain laws only apply in armed conflicts so i mean the the rest of the world declared it a war pretty much yeah do they need to declare it as a war for like things to come into play or interesting see i think that would be for for international law to decide but like you continue propagating that it's not a war and it's isolated an isolated an isolated incident it's subject to different law it's obviously not isolated but Hmm. would you say you're satisfied with the way the world has reacted to the the world has reacted to this Are there any surprises in how the world reacted to this? Because I feel each country reacted in a certain way. Mm-hmm. 
in Romania, we saw the civil society really standing up to the occasion and like welcoming people with like their arms open, which I was very happy about. Even the state somehow managed to like help NGOs mm -hmm. do things. So mm -hmm. I was very happy about that. We all waited for China's response, I feel, for a very long time. We were all just like, what is he going to say about this? <laughs> um, I feel we stopped listening to Biden a long time ago. For sure. A really long time ago. Kamala Harris talked in Romania like a few days ago. No, she didn't. She did. I she hope did. she got booed off the stage. She did. No, no. In Romania, people still look up to like the Americans. I'm saying the Americans using quotation signs right now. Oh, Kamala. Yeah. I watched a bit of it and I found it very funny. Like the whole situation. Very funny. Very funny. <laughs> Just a bunch of Romanians and Kamala Harris. Right. And our president, he's one of the coldest people ever. Biden? No, or the Romanian, Romanian president. Oh, that okay. we, we joke that he's a robot undercover. <laughs> so the fact that she's so vibey quotation marks again next door super cold president made for a very delicious situation Did right, you say right right delicious delicious okay i appreciated that word in that sentence. delicious that was a good word there. delicious humor and cheap humor as well yeah very. this cheap. is what people can expect if they listen to i hate my neighbor yes well um i do have to go but i think that makes for a good, good ending. ending i agree i, I agree how many times do you think people have had to drink tonight I'm gonna say our mean was like 27. No. <laughs> we haven't said Putin that many times. Yes, we have. Both of us combined. You just said Putin. I right know. Now, I, and I and you did it again. That's right. two. Okay. So. 27. Listeners, 29 you can by now. let us know. If someone is such a dedicated please listener, comment. please comment. Count Tag all us. of the Putins, yes. please. She just said another one. Tag us on Instagram using hashtag I hate my neighbor.